Welcome to the Loveland Libcast, the official podcast of the Loveland Public Library. Joining me today for this episode of the Loveland Cookbook Group edition of the Loveland Libcast, I have our guest and partner, as always, Ashley Reger, recipe developer and freelance writer. Ashley, welcome back to the Loveland Libcast. Thanks for being here. Thank you very much. Thanks. I'm, I'm excited as always. Yeah, me too. So we are recording this on July 22nd, and this is the day before our first potluck. And our second season of the Loveland Cookbook Group, that is going to start next month. And we are going to do three new titles each month. So August, September, October. And then our next potluck will be on October 15th, which is also a Saturday. And it will also be noon to two. Before we talked about the August cookbook, we wanted to preview the second season a little bit. Of course, we will dive deeply into these cookbooks when we do the podcast for that month. But as for now, we'll just give you a little sneak peek. So in August, we are going to focus on I Dream of Dinner, So You Don't Have To, by Allie Slagle. September, we are going to talk about 50 Things to Bake Before You Die by Allison Reedy. And that was one that has come up in conversation on the podcast before. Mm -hmm. And then finally in October, we will be talking about Mi Cochina by Rick Martinez, and then have that potluck also in October on the 15th. Ashley, are there any things you'd like listeners to know beforehand as a little sneak peek of season two of the Loveland Cookbook Group? Totally. So fall is my absolute favorite time to cook in the entire year. You're kind of coming off this really rich season of produce and really fresh veggies and fruits still at the farmer's markets, which usually end in October. So you still get to go to the farmer's markets and get produce, but you're kind of switching into the more comfort food of fall and winter. So I think I've been waiting all year, honestly, (laughs) to get to these (laughs) fall and winter cookbooks that we have coming up. August, I've already made our featured recipe, which we'll talk about later for I Dream of Dinner. And it is fantastic. I'm really excited to talk more about that. Allison Reedy, who wrote 50 Things to Bake Before You Die. She's actually a Denver-based food writer. So I think that'll be a really fun book to cover, not only just because it has a plethora of different types of baking, and I'm I'm thinking maybe it's bake sale season in September-ish. And then in October, we can get down with Rick Martinez and make some really classic and traditional Mexican cuisine recipes and learn a lot about the different regions of Mexico through his cookbook. So it's a really rich season coming up that I'm excited about. Me too. And I, and I want to commend you and thank you. you. You select awesome titles and you're very thoughtful about what titles are maybe perhaps going to be best for which month. And it's always fun to see. And something like uh, Cochina is October. That's one of the months where Latino Heritage Month is celebrated too. So that really fits very well into that seasonally and, and what people will be thinking about and uh, just cultural experiences on the calendar. And of course, as, as you alluded to, we will have new recipe kits that tie into each of those cookbooks as we have been doing and 
Those come out on the second Thursday of each month. So as folks hear this schedule, which titles are gonna we're gonna focus on each month, you can always look forward to those kits being at the library and being available to pick up on the second Thursday of each month while supplies last. And the new podcast episode will either come out that week, early that week, or the same day as mm-hmm. the the kits come out. Yeah, again, you you pick great titles, and we're we're already looking forward to the third season after October and what we're gonna what we're gonna launch there. And and I'm excited about this, that as well. And thank you for that information, so people can <laughs> look forward to season two. Yeah, it's my pleasure. I think it's just an excuse for me to make an excuse to buy these cookbooks that I've actually always wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a, that's a great reason to expand your library. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So for this month, for August, we are going to be focusing on I Dream of Dinner, So You Don't Have to by Allie Slagle. The Coconut Ginger Rice and Lentils, that'll be the recipe kit for this month. And again, that'll come out on the second Thursday. And this is the start of season two of the Loveland Cookbook Group. And Ashley, would you go ahead and let listeners know why we chose I Dream of Dinner So You Don't Have to by Allie Slagle as the August cookbook? Yeah. So this is a cookbook that came out this year. It came out in February of 2022. And uh, it's one been a very hot and talked about cookbook. It's just a trendy book. And I'm always a sucker for a trendy book. But what has struck me about this is that it's written in such a easy to understand, very casual way. Instead of a traditional ingredient list that might say one cup of rice and one can of coconut milk, she just has this list of like, okay, you need rice and you need ginger and you need coconut milk and you need turmeric. And then throughout the recipe, she has it written in a very quick way of, okay, now empty your two cans of coconut milk into your pot and toast your rice and finish it with, you know, a teaspoon of ginger. And it just makes cooking feel super, super doable and like you're just this easy breezy person who cooks very fancy and beautiful dishes every night uh, when really you're just following a wonderful cookbook writer. Um, so as we go into August, we're going into the busiest, like lifeiest month of the year where kids are going back to school. You're kind of trying to cram in your end of summer vacation. So we really just want to cook delicious food without spending a lot of time and and turning on our ovens if we can help it so that's why we chose a dream of dinner yeah that that is a great point that august really is that school's about to start up again or has started up people are are kind of changing over from that idea of like summer vacations and summer fun to all right new season we're getting back into the groove of things and yeah that that sounds like a great approach to cooking as well almost where someone's someone's just casually explaining this dish to you and even though it it, it's going to come out fancy Mm -hmm. you're you're getting that information in a way that's very easy to digest no pun intended and uh, (laughs) perhaps conversational Are there any notes about the author or recipes inside that you would like listeners to know about? Yeah. So just to expand a little bit more on this book that I really enjoyed as I've explored it, is it 
it really covers all kinds of eaters, right? So whether you're vegetarian, whether you have certain diets that you like to follow, it's really based on whole foods. She has it separated into categories like eggs, beans, pasta, grains. And then she has a couple of categories like chicken and then meat. But a majority of this book is not meat-based, but not in any intentional way. So it feels like very wholesome and nutritious while being really, really delicious. She also talks in real language. So it's not like you're not supreming any oranges or, you know, doing these (laughs) techniques where you might not want to bust out your tournée knife for dinner. But she has, for example, in the grains section, that is separated out into subcategories called fluff, simmer-like pasta, and make mush. And the make mush category is like polenta and porridge. So it feels like you're learning from a friend. Yeah, that approachability sounds sounds pretty wonderful. And it, it probably does stand out as <laughs> different from other cookbooks and, and the author's personality showing through and how easy that might make it for someone to dive into these these recipes because the language is like you said, like you're learning from a friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the other day when I made our uh, featured recipe, the coconut ginger rice and lentils, I got home. It was kind of a long day at work. I was really tired. I just wanted to go take a shower, but I had grabbed lentils on my way home from work and I threw it together. It took probably five minutes to get on the on the stove, I simmered it while I went and like did my house things that I needed to do um, before I relaxed for the evening. And then it was done and it was so delicious. And so I was just like, oh my gosh, I came home and I was so tired, but now I have this delicious thing that I didn't have to pay attention to for a majority of the time that it was cooking. So um, I think that's just a really telltale sign of what this book has in store. Yeah, that that's perfect because I is, is very much an amateur or novice when i think of cookbooks i often think okay this is going to be a recipe that is going to require a lot of effort or is going to require me to learn new words or new (laughs) new kitchen tools or utensils and knowing that you can dive into something that's going to be that way where you can you can really just set it up let it go and it's going to be really tasty that is very appealing <laughs> in a recipe and in a cookbook and mm-hmm. yes I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that will be the cookbook kit or recipe kit and we are going to have the red lentils in there ground turmeric and ground coriander that will be what's included in that recipe kit And it's good to know that people will be able to grab that and then the additional ingredients, but knowing too that they're going to be able to go home and and make that. And it's going to be something that will probably be pretty quick and easy Mm -hmm. and delicious. Yeah. To be honest, usually when we're looking through these cookbooks to get our kits for the month, um, I'm usually looking through and it's not always like the recipe that sounds like so delicious and great Um, it's usually like something that I think people are going to really enjoy not having their cabinets already so that we can give them a new ingredient Um, and of course we want it to be delicious but it also has a couple of other things that we keep in mind and to be honest I don't really like lentils I'm not a lentil eater it's not been my fave but I kept on telling my boyfriend 
I was like, I'm just so impressed. I don't like lentils and this is great. Like <laughs> this is such a good recipe. And I served it with a little bit of pita bread, but if you had like non bread and I use vegan feta, but if you have some regular feta or Greek yogurt, like it is such a simple and straightforward, but likable dish. Yeah, that sounds really good to me. And especially one that could be repeatable too. Anytime I see lentils, I think of, I, I went to school at Washington State University in Pullman, mm-hmm. Washington, and they have a lentil festival. So that's what I oh always gosh. think about when you get there and you're like, what? There's a lentil festival? But yeah, they're, they're, it's a yeah. big, big part of their agriculture and they have oh a lentil gosh. festival. Good, good for them. I love that. Yeah. There's even a lentil mascot. So it's, oh my yeah, gosh. it's a full blown lentil that festival. Is- <laughs> That is very special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I think I would go to a rental festival. Oh, yeah. It was fun. It's, <laughs> it's you hear about it and you go, well, I guess I got to go check that out because when yeah. else am I going to have this opportunity? <laughs> right. Oh, I have the rice festival after this and the pinto bean one next week. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just do a whole tour of the country. <laughs> well, thank you for that information about. Our August cookbook title, again, I Dream of Dinner, So You Don't Have To, by Allie Slagle, and the recipe kits that will be coming out on the second Thursday of August, while supplies last, will be the coconut, ginger, rice, and lentils, and those will include red lentils, ground turmeric, and ground coriander. And our next topic, we want to try something a little different this time around, and Ashley, I would love if you could introduce some kind of food media, whether it's a blog, a TV show, a content creator, TikTok, any kind of food media, another podcast that our listeners (laughs) who are really into cooking or interested about the food industry, something that they might want to check out. Yeah, I'm so glad that you put this question into our episode this week because I've really, really been enjoying newsletters lately. And that sounds kind of like newsletters have been around forever and email newsletters too. But I think that it's becoming kind of a rising trend, especially for food writers who just want to build a community through this direct communication and not use something like social media, which is getting increasingly complicated for content creators to navigate. So newsletters, I've been a fan of, and I, if I butcher his name, I'm so sorry, but it's Andrew Zinjagan, who runs Wordloaf, and he talks all about bread baking, specifically sourdough baking, and he just is very, very intelligent, very, very well-researched, and if you get into sourdough baking, he's a wonderful resource. He actually has a series called the Quarantiny Starter, which he obviously did during the COVID quarantine, Um, but it's making your own starter from very, very small quantities so that you're not using a ton of flour as you're making your sourdough starter. And that kind of blew up in 2020. So that's where he gets a lot of his initial audience. And then our last month's guest, Grace Kelly, also has a newsletter, which I thoroughly enjoy when she sends it. It's called The Messy Kitchen. Um, She talks about just anything that she's making that week. It's a lot of times a wonderful pasta recipe, 
she talks about things like Amaro's or these liquors that are, or liqueurs that I've never heard of, then I can go to a liquor store and feel very fancy as I'm looking for this <laughs> interesting thing that I read in Grace's newsletter. A couple of others that I've been enjoying is Dory Greenspan, who is also one of our featured authors of this year. She has XOXO Dory. She talks about her French baking experiences that she's having. Um, she also has a baking club if you're interested in getting involved in that. And she'll put out a challenge, I think, every week or maybe every month. I think she might be doing Madeline's right now, if I'm not mistaken. One last one that I really like that I've only recently subscribed to is Deborah Robertson's Licked Spoon. And I have not read her cookbook yet, but she has a book called Notes from a Small Island Kitchen. She is based in Southwest France, and she just talks about going to the market, and her life just seems so romantic and beautiful <laughs> and French. And I'm just like living through her <laughs> emails that I'm getting. So I'm really liking newsletters. That's where my food media joy is coming from. Awesome. Yeah, I I loved hearing about sourdough because I, I do remember when that was... That was a big thing people were getting into when the, the lockdowns first started in, in 2020. And I'm sure some folks kept doing that or, or <laughs> they never lost that interest. And it's it sounds fun that you can follow people, probably cover a bunch of different things. But then also you can you can drill it down into certain foods or recipes or ingredients, things that really strike your interest that maybe are, aren't so broad or aren't so general. Uh, that does sound like mm -hmm. a cool way to <laughs> to get ideas, inspiration, or like you said, live vicariously in France if yeah. you want to. <laughs> oh my gosh. I wish I could live for real in France <laughs> someday. And I will, of course, include links in the show description wherever people can subscribe to those newsletters so people can go there if they wanted to check those out. Finally, do you have a recommendation for anything that you've been reading or watching or listening to, food-related or outside of food? This is a tough one this week because I'm a little bit between books. I've been very carefully curating my library holds list so that I have books to read on vacation that are fun <laughs> to read by the pool. So I will start reading People We Need on Vacation, which I've heard a lot about. And then I also am excited to start reading Well, We Don't Talk About When We Talk About Fat by Aubrey Gordon, who is also a wonderful fat advocate. And she runs a great podcast called The Maintenance Phase. All right. Thank you. I've been continuing my, <laughs> my choosing nonfiction historical <laughs> titles that are... <laughs> audiobooks and also very long. So I, I decided to go from Grant and now I am listening to Lincoln by David Herbert Donald. And I am about five hours into that one. That one clocks in close to 40 hours, but I, uh, <laughs> I finished up and I thought, you know what? I'm still kind of interested in this, this time period. And I've never done a, a Lincoln biography and i thought you know what that's why not i'll just go, yeah. go right into the next one and um i know there's a bunch out there and that seemed 
I mean, honestly, it was just the one that I could <laughs> grab right away and mm -hmm. it's been good so far. And so I'm, yeah. I'm learning a lot. And um, sometimes when I'm reading, I read a lot of YA for the podcast and I think I'm, <laughs> my brain is like, balance it out with some nonfiction. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. I'm excited to hear what you think of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will, I will, I will give some of my impressions, hopefully uh, for our September title, I have finished it. So <laughs> I can uh, you're let an eighth of know. the way done. Yeah. There. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of this episode. As always, thank you so much, Ashley, for being our partner in these Loveland Cookbook Group podcast episodes, as well as all of the things you do to make this Loveland Cookbook Group possible. And really appreciate all of the work that you put into it and the wonderful co-hosting that you <laughs> bring to the podcast. Thank you for that. And we're both excited to be at the library tomorrow and be at the potluck and maybe meet some listeners. So that'll be a lot of fun. And we actually haven't met in person. So I know it's going to be our first time. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever spoken with someone so much <laughs> without having met them. So that'll be hours fun too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you all at home for listening to another episode of the Loveland Libcast. And I will talk to you all next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Loveland Libcast. If you'd like to contact us about the podcast, please reach out to Daniel at daniel.tate at cityofloveland.org. That's D-A-N-I-E-L dot T-A-T-E at cityofloveland.org. See you next time.